Hey everybody, welcome back to the Technical Foul Podcast. Astonishingly, we are back for two weeks in a row. Uh, probably has nothing to do with the fact that week two of the NBA playoffs is over and these guys are super hyped and want to talk about it. Um, Giannis is coming out with a new shoe apparently. I knew nothing about that, but I guess we'll let them sound off about that too. And then we've got a new segment. They're trying to get me involved by uh, striking up some opinion topics. So we'll give our opinion on some things um, about the way that players act and their personalities. So uh, that and more next on the Technical Foul Podcast. Hey guys, uh, what's up? I'm Tony. Raz. Ben. And uh, like I said, we are back for two weeks in a row and it is shocking. You might say amazing. You could say surprisingly. You just have all the synonyms of surprising. One might say it's astounding. (laughs) Or even dazzling. Oh my gosh. Would you say it's unforeseen? Did you have a good week at work? You seem like you have a bunch of energy or something. Well, you know. It was okay. It's Friday. Yeah, I'm just glad it's Friday. Are you hyped? Did your team win all the games you wanted them to in the playoffs so far? Well, shockingly surprisingly even the magic stole game one from the toronto raptors which let's be honest i i'm just we're just happy to be here yeah but then how many tens of points did they lose by in game two yeah let's not talk about game two (laughs) we're back at home for game three tonight so you never know so the series is what two to one it's one to one right now one to one okay that's right honestly i called raptors in six so I'm just saying, I think we could steal one or two, you know? Yeah. So are there any teams that have jumped out to you or been surprising to you that have uh, in the playoffs so far? What do you think, Rask? What's surprising to me, honestly, is uh, OKC. I know I picked them to, like – Oh, you meant surprising in a bad way. Yeah, Yeah. surprising in a bad way. Well, you didn't specify, so. Yeah. Well, that's true. I was saying, like, you know, I know I picked them to kind of surprise people, like the top, bottom four teams out the West mm-hmm. to kind of surprise people on the last podcast, but they're actually doing the exact opposite of what I Yeah, I mean, they here's the doing. thing about the Thunder. I here's think, a deal. Here's a deal. Here, now, here's a deal about the Thunder. I think they're a different team if Paul George is healthy. But he's obviously got a questionable – issue with the shoulder you know so we don't really 100 percent know what's going on with that but uh yeah i agree they and, and the thing is honestly portland has played pretty well this year i think they play better than people are giving them credit for and they're finally showing up in the playoffs they won the first two at home but they still got to go back to okc so we'll see what happens but they, they, they do look bad okc looks bad yeah they played portland tonight in in the OKC, right? Yeah. So, and then there's another thing I looked up online today. Um, Russell Westbrook's field goal percentage in the playoffs has been dwindling every year. Mm. Um, and, like, I guess He's not had a great year shooting it, period. Yeah. I mean, last year he was 35. Well, 39%. This year he's 35%. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and this is the triple-double king. You know, and so it's like, for me, it's – I feel like <clears throat> OKC is kind of locked into their spot as far as like, okay, how good can they be? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because oh, as far as position wise, you know, they have Russ, you know, they have, you know, Paul George brought in Schroeder. I mean, what other, it's like, what other pieces can they actually make? They gave uh, Jerry and Grant, Jeremy Grant a deal, you know, this past summer. And you would think that they would be ready or yeah. get past this hump, regardless of who they play first round. Yes, I know they're playing like Portland, which is you know this team has been there. This team is this team has been solidified every season pretty much with the with Dame. You know, They've been consistently it. like a four or five seed. It every, seems like yeah. every year for I the mean, last since he's been five or six years. Right. So um, even though I don't know, I just feel like they've. They've, they're kind of underachieving, especially since 
last year, which I can't really say that because they only won one game last year. Well, here's the you thing. They don't have enough shooting they at don't. all. Right. And we kind of we texted about this, but we kind of went back and forth talking about, you know, who would be good pieces to fit next to Westbrook and, and Paul, Paul George. And kind of I've always thought they needed a better player at the two, like a, a, a consistent knockdown three-point shooter who's also like a – Lockdown defender, and that's what the, the problem they've been having because they've had Alex Abrinas last year. Mm-hmm. Had, I mean, I don't know, he's just phased out the the lineup this year. Oh, he's been he, he got waived. He got waived. I think he had a personal problem or something like that, and then overall cocaine, and then they kind of fixed in Ferguson, and he can't really defend. Yeah, I like Ferguson, but I don't. He's he's gonna need to develop quite a bit more, you know, and then. They've had guys in the past. They've had like Anthony Morrow, Morrow yeah. uh, Jeremy Lamb, mm-hmm. guys like that that are just not quite there. You know, I feel like they need to add that piece. And I was if joking it's not around, Jeremy but Lamb, then who is it? I might sound a little biased, but draft my guy Nikhil Alexander Walker. I mean, he can hit an open three, and he's a he's a tenacious defender. Like he cares about the defensive end. I think he'd be a perfect fit next to Westbrook, Paul George. He doesn't need the ball in his hands all the time. You know. And especially being a young guy, like he's not gonna be yeah. asked to be a playmaker right away. Right. But I mean, there's other guys out there. We talked about Robert Covington. Yeah. You know, I think someone like a Chris Middleton would be a good fit next to next to a guy like that. Um, that third guy, though, maybe a Wesley Matthews type. Wesley Matthews. But Chris Humphreys. But they've tried experiments, though. Like, Sam Presti, their GM, they've, yeah. they've thrown in guys pretty much every year to try to and find And that's the thing something. is they've, found, they've tried to get these guys who aren't known as shooters, though. Right. Now, the best one probably was um, – he's still there, but he's been hurt. What's his name? Darko Milicic. Uh, Roberson. Roberson. And he's just an amazing defender and long, athletic. But – but just can't shoot it. <laughs> he can't shoot it. Shrinks the floor. What was that? Was it last year where, um, last playoffs where he was just airballing? Oh, they just sag off of him. Airballing yeah. free throws and airballing three pointers. It's like, not a good look. It was terrible. <laughs> it was bad. They well, were hacking you, him. You kind of stole my answer because I was actually gonna say Portland. And his, okay. Because they've actually they actually look like they're poised to, like. Make a serious run. We now, kind of underestimate. We, I think we both did. Yeah, kind of, for real. Because of the Nurkic injury. Could they beat Golden State? I'm not sure. But um, also surprising is, and not just, I mean, it's really just one game when you look at it, but mm-hmm. the Clippers comeback. Clippers comeback, yeah. 31 points down. Against the best team. Against the best team in the world for the last five years. Yeah. And they come back and win this thing. Top five. And they got rooks in the in lineup. History. Yeah. Like, how awesome is that feeling where you are a rookie mm-hmm. and you're going against your first playoff game is against the top five best team ever? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're, you're – Not only that, is you on. got faith from uh, your coach, Doc, right. who's known as a veteran type guy. Like, right. he, he doesn't like to play rookies. He doesn't. But, but in he's this being case, forced to kind of in a way. Because they're playing so well. And they're playing good and, like, you know – Shea passed up the shot. He passed it to Landry Shamit. Shamit knocked down the big shot. Like, yeah, I mean that was huge. I mean that was that win was on the backs of your rookies making the good play. And we we kind of talked about this too. I won't get too far. Actually, let's go on to the next topic, which is what series have you enjoyed watching the most to this point? Honestly, for me, probably for me and my wife, since we've been watching it together, would be Brooklyn and. that's Philly. what I was going to say. I'm <laughs> glad you brought it up. Brooklyn and Philly, for sure. Um, because just she likes – she's watching more NBA now, of course, de- uh, being married to me. But she likes the storylines around the NBA. Yeah. You know, like, so there was a picture that Brooklyn put outside of their arena, the missing missing persons or whatever like that for uh, yeah, Ben like, Simmons. Ben Simmons. Mid, no, it's missing jump shot. Missing jump shot. And then at the bottom it says, um, if you find – if you find this person, please contact Kendall Jenner or whatever like that. Yeah. And of course, they're dating. So I thought that was funny and creative. I think they might have woke up the beast, though, because yeah. he went off. He went off. 31 points and like crazy rebounds or whatever. Like eight or nine rebounds, like four, five, six assists. And how like many – what's the stat line for Jared Dudley? 
His, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was one rebound and nothing else. Well, <laughs> Jared Dudley at this point is a, is a role player. Airballed but, a uh, three-point shot. But was I, he but right, I've enjo- I've enjoyed watching it, though, because Brooklyn is really competitive. Was Yeah. And their their team chemistry makes them so fun to watch. You kind of want to root for them. Um, I think they're on the up and up. Yeah. And they're like maybe one really good player away from being they're a legitimate contender. For a free agent, man. Yeah, I think so I mean, too. A free agent, look at them and be like. I mean, D'Angelo's man. gotten way better. Way better. You know, they have good, solid bench players. Spencer Dinwiddie could have easily been sixth man of the year if not for Lou Will just having a amazing year. Dinwiddie or Terry Rozier? I like Dinwiddie. Okay. I think he, he can get to the basket, create his own shot. Calm the offense you know, down. I really like his game. He's yeah. smooth and he looks comfortable out there. Okay. I just – because I figured Rozier would be like a free agent this summer and probably would – Yeah. Probably I mean, I could see him going somewhere like Orlando or something and breaking mm-hmm. out. You know, a Atlanta's team that like really needs a point guard. Like- we need a point guard, guys. <laughs> I mean, DJ Augustine has been pretty solid. He's done pretty well, but we really need a point guard. Yeah, yeah. Unless Markel Fultz has some kind of miracle comeback. So, what's up with Embiid? Like, he missed game three. Yeah, I don't know about Embiid, man. No, yeah, game three. He What was it? He just don't look his right. His knee? Yeah, it's his knee. You know he has, like, tendonitis or whatever. Yeah. He was wearing like a cast or a boot or something. What's it like having tendonitis in your knee? Do you have any experience with that? Me? No. 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 Okay. I just thought Is it with chronic? the whole umpiring thing, getting up, squatting, getting back down, you getting in position, you know. No, my knee's good. Okay. okay. All right. This guy's, fr- this well, guy's a blue we should, now. We should uh, refer uh, Joel and B to you then. You know what? Need you know how shots. like CBS and – and ABC and Fox and all these, they, they go to their uh, official person now. They're like right. their their uh, specialists. Mm-hmm. Now we can go to Tony. When we have a question about the officiating, yeah, 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 we can yeah, go yeah. to our expert. We'll take a look in. Uh, Tony, what do you think about this So what do you think about the call, this uh, controversial call here? Yeah, except the for the fact corner. that that will never happen because uh, I umpire baseball and neither one of you have any interest in it. So, <laughs> hey, yeah. I have interest in the players. That's not true. I've watched three or four Braves games already this year, which is more than last year, I think. I've probably watched one full game. For real? They are like that's surprising too. They're really yeah. like ten and seven. Um, yeah. So you touched it. on this just a minute ago, but um, nine and nine. Uh, let's assume that Golden State sneaks through the West. Okay. What team in the East? Wait, poses let me stop the you right there before you today? say sneaks through the West. Because I've been on record saying I don't think this is Golden State's year. Okay, so hypothetically, they make it through the West. Okay. Vegas is saying that. Beat up. Okay. Just let the record show. I don't think this and is And their, their weaknesses year. are showing already. So they sneak through to the finals. Who in the East poses the biggest problem to them? Who are you asking, <laughs> me or Ben? No, no, the other people in the room. I'm going to say Toronto. And the reason being is because I think Toronto matches up well because of their length. Because I think they could guard, like, you could put Kawhi on KD. You could put Siakam on Clay. Who? Did you just sneeze? (laughs) Pascal Siakam. Oh, never heard of her. Most improved player in the league this year. (laughs) Anyway, um. They've, they've got dudes that they could put out there. OG on Ananobi. Now, do you really, in your heart, want that to happen because then it'll make Magic look better? No, I really don't because I don't in, I don't really enjoy watching the Raptors play. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know what it is. They're just kind of boring to me. Do you have Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi. Now, uh, for, Who do you think? For me, um, I'm going to have to go with the Bucks. Um, that's the series I want to see. I would love to see that because, and I hope we're going to see it, and it looks likely that it, we're going to see it. But um, I don't know. I just feel like they have depth. Who did the Bucks have that I would ever have heard of? Um, uh, I don't know. There's Greek. this guy named Giannis. Oh, he's, a he's like a oh, mixture wow. between Greek right? and. Antetokounmpo. Yeah. I couldn't. 
Yeah, it's like a Nigerian Greek hybrid. I can dim- I can he, dimisu. He has no Nigerian in his stop line. Are you dim- serious? I can dimisu. He's from Nigeria. What? Yes. Giannis was born you. in Nigeria. Told you. I knew that already. I thought he was no. from Greek. Greece? Just because he called the Greek freak. So you think you think he's gonna put them through and that they pose a threat, a legitimate yes. threat to Golden State. Yeah, I think they do. Uh, especially, well, let me say this: if they get Brogdon back by the the finals, um, yeah, I think uh, they pose a legitimate threat. I think Giannis is coming. He's pretty much here on this uh, in this in this terrain. Okay, his parents are from Nigeria, but he was born in Greece, though. Okay, he he is of Nigerian heritage, though. Right, but Basically, he has the blood. I would I would give you credit for that one. I yeah. give you a partial credit. Yeah, I mean. His parents are from there. He's got the Nigerian He's, athleticism. Nigerian athleticism. He looks Nigerian. He has his Nigerian name. Speaking of Nigerians, he speaks. I uh, really like Nigerian. This up and coming UFC fighter, Adesanya. They call him the last stylebender. Oh yeah, man. We watched Israel that, we watched Adesanya. Yeah. He's an exciting fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's legit, man. Two I'm, great fights I'm this a, past I'm, weekend. I'm a fan. He got title he, fights. He got he got a. Kind of got bruised up a little bit. He did get he did get knocked <laughs> around a little bit, but he came out on top. He came out on top. That's all that matters. He got the dub. Yo, that was a good fight to watch. Sorry, man. I interrupted. Pardon the interruption. This made me think of that because he's Nigerian. Oh really? Got mm-hmm. the title belt. Yo, can you you can probably build an all Nigerian basketball team? Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it would be pretty cool if Nigeria had like a national basketball team like that played like in like international competitions and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like that would be cool. Like NBA, all Nigerian. You could probably team. do that. Not that they <laughs> oh, don't. you mean like of of current NBA. like NBA player? I yeah. thought you meant like yeah, you could probably like go to Nigeria and put together a basketball team. Oh, but yeah, are they you all, could you are, could probably do that in the NBA format, like <laughs> oh, okay, an all okay. Nigerian basketball team, like how there's an all European. You can probably build an all European team. Who else from Nigeria? I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, let's see. Pascal? Pascal? Is he from the Congo? Uh, he might be. No, I know um, his teammate is Serge Ibaka. Serge. You have Serge any players been. so far, uh, first week of the playoffs, are there any players that have been, quote-unquote, breakout players to you that have kind of stood out like, oh, man, I knew about him, but he's really stepping up. Like, has anybody really done that so far, Raz? For me, I'm gonna have to go with uh, former Laker, D'Angelo Russell. Oh, really? Um, I knew. I think we've all knew that he's had the potential because he was the number number two pick overall. Yeah. Um, but he's he's really he's really shown himself this year. I would say, uh, especially since after the All Star All Star All Star break, he's just been killing it. Like, um, really is the leader of that team. And they won that trade from the Lakers, and it's just I'm really I'm happy for him as a as a as a Laker fan. Now D'Angelo Russell, he's been in the league what maybe four years. Four years, yeah, yeah since fourth year. So he's yeah, he's still young. Still he's young. still very young. That's the thing. I he's think people gave young. up on him too quick. And it was yeah. the same draft with Carl Anthony Towns, and Carl Anthony Towns was a star. Because we all know the Lakers. Let's be honest, the Lakers have had let's be honest plenty. <laughs> plenty of plenty of issues the last few years. Yes, that have you know, I haven't quite possibly contributed to him uh, not getting the best opportunity that he deserved. Mm-hmm. Yes, but he had a hand in, in that situation too. Yeah, for for him to be get tossed out like that. So, um, quick side note: um, Al Farouk Amino, Al Farouk, Josh Akoji. Oh yeah, yeah, both Nigerian born. Yeah, Who do you think? Minnesota, do you have any uh, Timberwolves? Mm-hmm. Hakeem Olajuwon. Timberwolves. Hakeem Olajuwon. Yes. Would you still put Probably him on the, the team Probably the greatest Nigerian today? that ever existed. Would you still put him on the team today? Igudala. He has Nigerian heritage too. Does he? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Andre. Iguodala. Sorry. What, what were you saying? Hakeem Olajuwon. Would you put him on the team today? I mean, I might. He, he's my favorite big man of all time. Truly. Hakeem. Yeah, I love watching him play. Have you, do you have any breakout players so far, Ben? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Derek White. From San Antonio. Derek White, I like that, man. He had a big game. 36 points. Dropping them. Buckets. Dimes. And he was, what? Very efficient. 29th 
player drafted. He is just a prototypical. This is I'm telling you. If I give any, if I can, if I can compliment a franchise that I hate, two franchises that franchises that I hate, the Patriots, two French franchises, and the San Antonio Spurs. They always find dudes. They always find dudes. It don't matter where or when in the draft. Scouting departments have to be like top notch. R.C. Buford, Pop, buttoned up to the Adam's apple. Like at this point, and their coaching tree too. Yeah, At this point, I'm, too, yeah. I'm 100% convinced that the New England Patriots have, like, some type of, like, crazy CIA, FBI investigation team that goes – like, it's not just – I would it's not, not pat, it's put not it past a bill. Crew. MI6. Because they find these cats <laughs> – they find these cats that – Is MI6 real? Has, that, yes. Yeah, it's not like a secret organization. It's not no. like yeah, just, everybody knows. It's just only like yeah, um, 007. But like New England, they find these players that no one knows about, or that everyone knows right. about, that are washed up, or guys that had potential that never proved themselves. I'm like, why is why do the other thirty one teams in the league not find these cats? It's because they I'm serious. They got like some type of super secret. Spy organization that per diem though for the scouting department. Oh, <laughs> what super secret spy so, check? So does San Antonio have the same shouts thing? To, They've got like shouts to Survivor. Shouts, shouts. <laughs> what is Survivor? Is there a new twist? No, this year? there was a there was a guy that was on several seasons ago. His name was Tony. Oh. He was a cop from New York, and he created this thing called the super secret spy check. <laughs> Oh really? He I was hiding up. I didn't watch he that created one. like this shack that he was he was like basically like under a bunch of leaves hiding out and he heard other people's conversation. And they didn't know his... And they didn't know he was there. So he had all this inside information going into the vote or whatever. Oh my god. Hashtag secret spy shack. And then they found out about him and immediately voted him. No, out. he won. What? He's wow. crazy behind one. He was so crazy. He was swear on his and his wife and his and his mother. And his son's life and all this stuff and tell lies. Like he was Oh my god. He's from straight up the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> Italian, South Bronx. Italian you need to go South watch South that Bronx. season. It's hilarious. So the San Antonio, they they do you think they're one of those teams too that just Man, have they're like just so good insane scouting department. So good. Their international scouting is above and beyond everybody else. They find these guys and they turn them into diamonds in the rough. And they no, they find the they diamond. find the diamond in the rough, and they turn them into a diamond. I don't know. Hey, so, so side note, do you have any like pet peeve things that like people say, like that just like every time they every time you hear somebody, say I don't know it, if I have enough pet peeves. Really? Like, like uh, I could I could not uh, care less. Like, <laughs> I could not care less. Like when they know, say stuff wrong, oh, it irritates me. It gets on my yeah. Shit. Yeah. I, you know, well, they'll say like... Like double like, negatives? I could care less. So you do care. Like, <laughs> yeah, instead of like, instead of I, I like, couldn't, I care, couldn't less. care less, like, they what? say, no, it, like, I couldn't care less is proper because, like, I care as little as I possibly right. could. Like, people say, I could care less. Raz, do you have anything like that? Does stuff like that bug you when people just misspeak and say words wrong? I, so, or say phrases wrong? Well, I... For me, I just don't like the country woman accents, and my wife really knows what I'm talking about. So when she's like joking, and like in the country woman accent, like I hate that. Are they just, just too? Skin, are they just, just too like, sweet to you? It's just it. It makes my skin. Crawl. Hi, honey. Yes. Hi, honey. Hate it. Hate it. Oh, you know we're gonna do that from now. Bro, on. I hate it. I and we worked it. with a lady. We worked with a lady that was. She didn't have as much of an accent, but she would. Well, she you're just as sweet as pie. Yeah. And she was an absolute snake, bro. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. from experience. She was a snake, bro. I and she would like snake it. in she the grass. It's up. like, hey, honey, it's, sweetie it's, boo. It's coming across like, trust sweetie me, but. <laughs> what? Nobody says that. She bro, did not say real. that. For real. The turn, like. The accent comes across like, trust me, I'm talking like this, but it's like I do not. You talk, know that they're I do super not trust mega you. shady. Yeah, so yeah. it's like I hate it. It's just, uh, no, I will not go on. I'm my, not of that uh, cloth. My rant about people from Tennessee, because <laughs> we live here. We got put up. I think with the it. further south you get, the more. So the I'm the only one. I guess so, man. 
<laughs> not with that. No, I watch. Okay, so another one. I'm just gonna say, and maybe it'll jog your memory of something that bugs you. Okay. Because I don't want to seem like the only one that's a picky uh, d bag over here. Okay. But there's a guy I watch on YouTube, and they go. Him and his uh, wife go on like vacations and stuff. And he, so when they go on like their vacations and stuff like that, he'll he'll say like, "Oh, we're going to blah blah blah." Like, come like track along with us. Like, instead of trek, 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 yeah. like, because a trek is like an adventure. Like, you're going. Wait, how do on we get trek. on this topic? No, be, I, I don't remember, honestly. But anyways, you let's said, talk about all our pet peeves right but now. But you said something. No, I'm I'm not talking about all my pet peeves. I'm no, we were in this like, conversation at work because. But anyway, he but he says track along. Sometimes we'll I have to listen to other people's like, phone calls. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, and did you hear everybody? bad habits really yeah like if they like they're they're say they're you know trying to look something up they're going oh they're making their own little music and stuff like that in the background it's definitely quiet and i could never do that job permanently because i only have to do it when people are in training uh-huh i it would yeah it would drive me crazy anyways that was a side note but uh now Giannis. We were talking about him earlier, and you guys were talking about him before the podcast. Yeah, he's coming out with his own shoe. He's getting yeah. his, he's getting a shoe deal. He's getting a the freak signature ones. shoe, freak ones. Oh, that that's a good name, freaky ziki. Uh, are there any details about it? I know you guys want to talk about. It, that's why I'm bringing it up. Man, it's under wrap. It's under lock and key. Under so lock. what? In the vault. How do we know about it? I mean, they've they've said that it's coming out. I heard it's supposed to okay. come out during the playoffs. Couple, uh, shoe websites, you know. Um, Hype beast, you know, rumors out there. Now, one thing that has me wondering, how are they going to present this package of this first European, you know, foreign-born superstar signature shoe? Like, we haven't seen that before, and what would that look like? Nobody's had that? Nobody's had their own signature shoe. Um, Shaq. From a Nike but Shaq's uh, not from another country; he's from another planet. So. Right, that's exactly. true. Right, he's Shazam. I'm the Diesel. <laughs> right, so um, he's not even of this world. Right, correct. So, so he's the first foreign. His first foreigner. foreign. Foreigner he's the first with foreign. His own signature he is the foreign shoe. Like that's huge. I mean, this guy's a hundred percent approval rating. Do you know anybody that doesn't like Giannis? I've never heard anybody say anything bad about him. Me neither. Mm. Well, how could you? I mean, the guy does everything, everything. Literally, steals, rebounds. The only blocks. thing that he's <laughs> still a work in progress is his three point shot. But right. other than that, he can block shots, can play shoot defense, free throws, like, rebound, yeah. assist, pull up, bring out the ball. So, do you have any predictions? Do you have any things that you would like to see in the shoe? Do you have any things that you've like that he's, have that have leaked out so far that you're like, oh man, I like to see? It. Or I haven't seen anything, any any, any rendering, any features from some. You know, maybe some retro shoes or some somebody else's shoes that you'd. Almost what, are, what are you looking for? Honestly, okay, I almost forget. Like he is a Nike uh, brand player, so I almost forget that. But it makes sense because the Nike isn't Nike like um, like the Greek, like a Greek god, like the name. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I like that. Like coincide like, with each Nike, other. Yeah. So I'm sure. That could, you know, that would be a nice little collaboration. Did you read there. about that somewhere? That came off the top of your head. I have a question. No, for you. I, I just came off the top of my head. Bro, I'm impressed. <laughs> if you, you know, so do you think it's gonna be so maybe like a Greek goddess uh, layout, like, um, like put presentation, like, some, like a winged helmet type of look. Put some wings like on the yeah, side of it Icarus or something. or something like that. So what? You know, Icarus. <laughs> some some leaves. Right, exactly. Olive yeah. branches. Olive leaves. Olive branches. Yeah, like some yeah, uh, Hercules type of Ooh, type of Hercule- vibe. He is very yeah. Herculean. Herculean. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I don't yeah, know. I mean, I think I, I'm curious to see what you think. Do you think it's gonna be a low top, mid, high top? What do you think? Well, honestly, my first thought for Giannis is a low top, uh, ankle cut shoe, but I think. He can. He has a, such a big stature. I, I can see them going with like a more, more fabric on the shoe to make it yeah. pop out. So maybe like a mid, uh, with hella straps on it. Well, <laughs> the reason I asked is because he plays in Kobe's. 
Okay. Now, yeah, if I'm right. thinking a bigger guy, you mm-hmm. know, he's close to seven foot. I would think he probably needs at least a mid, mm-hmm. maybe a high top for ankle support. But KD had played. It sounds like he played. It seems like he plays in low tops. But I I, pre- I predict that it will be first like a mid or high top shoe, and then they'll come out with the low version, kind of like how they do LeBron's, because mm-hmm. LeBron's always come out with the regular mm-hmm. shoe, and then the low top comes out afterwards, right, like a trainer first. It, it's just a P. it's just a sales ploy, right? You know what I mean? Trying to like, see, okay, well, all right. Well, we well, can, can sell the in? mid and the high top. Now we got to sell the lows. Well, they want to see if he I can mean, sell. I'm wearing. They want to see if they can. He can sell product behind his name. You know, PG can sell product. Had to get those uh, University Gold Jordan One low joints. Yeah, I see you out here. I love these shoes. I see you out here. No, he'll, but, he'll have them back in the box by the time he gets home, and they'll never know. make the sunlight. All the other Wait, shoes. They'll never see the sunlight again. You know what, though? I've sunlight. actually Did worn these like three or four times already since yeah, I got them. Yeah, it's my second really? time seeing you wear them. I'm, actually, I'm really liking these. I got another colorway coming. Yeah, on the way, huh? Yep. I got to give me some new... Oh, you got uh, the tracking number already? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I got to give me some new uh The tracking Adidas. number's like cracked at me. <laughs> he just loves it. Oh, really? The... <laughs> yeah. I get the tracking number. I'm the... juiced. I'm like... You need the order number and tracking number. That, How that long emoji you... of uh, Shaq. How long? Like the cat. Are you itching? Are you itching for like the email confirmation after you submit the order? Oh yeah. So that comes like. So what's the average? Time? I don't even know if I like getting. Oh, the tracking number is like. Or items. T- I'm just like, like I want to know hours. that something's coming in the mail to get hours. me. Yeah. So how long do you like? What's the average time for the email confirmation to hit you after you made the? Oh, usually instantly. Okay. No, but the, with the tracking with, number, with the tracking, they, you tracking number is like about the next day. Hours, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you got it down to a science. Oh, if it's knows. like two days, your your email. I know, depending on who I order from, how long it's going to take them to get there. Yo, so okay, since we're on this, real quick, does anybody remember the first thing they ordered online? Because oh, we grew up in an oh. age where, like, you know, ordering like facetious stuff, like you know, uh, fervorous stuff, like you know, clothes or shoes or you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying when the internet was booming. Well, now you can order like on cat food online. Dial right? up. I know, like we have stuff that's like, real food. Like, you know, when Amazon. we were working for um, a sales department, they will have, like, the um, the the water filters automatically sent to you every three weeks or whatever. Yeah, like right. Every, yeah. every three months. Yeah. But now, like, back then, like... I have a better question for you. Like, okay, so... Did well, you ever order anything out of a catalog? Yes. Yes, East Bay. East, East Bay. Bay. <laughs> oh, for real? East Bay, bro. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Space was it, dog. Bro, I remember, like, yeah. That's how and I knew the, what was hey, happening. And for the Skater now, Boys, on, now, on, for the on, Skater on. Boys, did CCS. You, did, you, did you call in the order, or did you fill out the order form? Ooh. Ooh I don't remember. I think I called. I think I really? called. Yeah, I called, I called too. Okay. You, <laughs> you made it sound like, easy. well, you're not a true OG unless you fill out the <laughs> no, order I form. No, never, I never did fill out the form, but there was always a form in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, But yeah. I was, like, you know. That just, seemed like paperwork to me, so I was like, nah. nah yeah, because in, in my little town, because in my like my little town, like all we had was as far as like sporting goods stores was uh played again sports. No, there wasn't the plate. The played again was in Winter Haven, like forty five yeah. minutes away. They had a, a hibbit. come from the same hood. They have a they had a hibbit in the mall. Okay, and but they would have like, and what I ordered on East Bay was always like baseball gear. Yeah, and they. The Hibbit never had really like nah, any. It's small. Good stuff. They've always they been had small like the too. generic stuff. Like they would have like you know if they had like cleats, they would have like a low top Nike, a mid Nike, and they would have like if you wanted some specific, you're probably colors. gonna order yeah. from East Bay. Yeah, right. like if you wanted a specific color, especially shoe, if you want some custom, or if you wanted like like I would order different batting gloves that weren't just the typical Franklin batting gloves that had yeah. you know like that was Walmart balance. Yeah, especially when you were in sports, that's that's the mag you go to. Like, okay, I want to order the Wilson, you know, baseball baseball mitt. Oh yeah, and they'd have three pages of them. Three pages of yep. it. I do. I remember that. Like, sports authority. Man. We never had one. Yeah, it was in Lakeland. But yeah, yeah. the catalog. You know, book they had was, nothing in Fort Meade though. No, the catalog book. Not was much in Bartow. That was a Google man. Like the catalog. Yeah. Now book. I did. I do remember when I was growing up. The uh, I, we never ordered anything from it, but. We would do the Toys R Us book because mm-hmm. okay. Toys R Us would have like the big book and it have everything. everything. It have like I remember when the N sixty four was in there. 
I got the N64 a year after it came out, like once it was. See, my brother was always the gamer. He was always the one ordering the game system. But I remember looking through the, the, uh, Toy Story, not Toy Story. uh, What's it called? It's done shut down now, so I forget what it's called. Toys R Us. Us. Yeah, the Toys R Us big, and going through, and me and my sister would like go through and like circle the things that we wanted in the book, and then give it to our mom and dad. That's what we did. That's what exactly what we did. But we never ordered anything like from that book. So what was the first thing you ordered that was you know like a leisure fun thing for you do you remember on your own i mean i can remember as as far back as in college ordering nike shoes online for sure nike shoes yeah i had some nike skate shoes that i ordered online yeah what about you really what's about you tony so i don't the first thing i can remember which was probably it this is like Uh, early 2000s yeah like yeah this would have been like mid 2000s well i would say probably it was like maybe earlier that it was like probably 2004, 2005, okay. because it was a a Dell computer, a Dell laptop. My mom had a desktop, but I was either about to graduate or had just graduated high school, mm-hmm. so it had been around 2005. And um, I remember looking like on the Dell website, and you could like customize your own computer. Yeah. And so, because it, it was like a graduation gift, so I yeah. like customized the computer that I wanted, and because uh, uh, the Dell had a thing at the time where you, like you could get like uh, these like snap-on uh, covers to go on the back of your, which I mean you just get those anywhere now. But yeah. that was like it was like the thing like the computer was plain, and then you ordered like whatever custom cover yeah. cover you wanted, and it made your computer like custom, quote unquote. Right. Right. So I, that was that would have been that would be the first thing. That's crazy. Like, yeah, I'm think because when I was in high school, you know, I was. At, like in school, so I wasn't working, so I didn't have my own money. Right. And then when I went to college, I had that student loan money from uh, <laughs> that refund check. That refund check. <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy some shoes." Yeah. <laughs> For me, so man, started the snowball. Yeah, it was. Uh, it really did. I remember. This is like when I was like, well, I'm still kind of into fashion, but like at my school, I was, I was like one of the first kids to order their clothes from like online. Yeah. And the reason why Karma Loop dot com. Karma Loop. Uh <laughs> there was this website called pickyourshoes.com. Pick your shoes. I know that one. That was like my low key joint. I didn't really like to share because like, you know, I like to I didn't want to let everybody know where I got. That sounds phone. like something where you get a computer virus real quick. <laughs> hey, uh pickyourshoes.com. Uh, where you get your shoes from? Uh pickyourshoes.com. No, it was straight up steal your credit nah, card. It was a legit website. It was a legit website. And then it was another uh, website I can't remember, but I ordered uh, the first, my first pair of Bapes, Bathing Apes, mm. and, like the clear ones. Like, you the must have been on ones. that early then. Yeah, I was on it way early. And uh, yeah, man, I remember those days. Like people, because that's when people weren't, weren't really comfortable ordering stuff online because their information gets stolen, the, the, all that other stuff. I was like, well. Yeah, my credit card has been hit so many times. Yeah, so my, I, I have a, like a prepaid card, so like, it wasn't. That was just money I had on there or whatever. If you steal it, you steal it. You steal $30. But, but yeah, that was that's my earliest memory of online shopping, for sure. So, you, uh, who, who mentioned this earlier, the, this, the next topic? Well, first of all, um, Giannis, I do have one quick prediction about Giannis before we move on. I think the shoe might look something like an old-school shoe, maybe like a Charles Barkley. Like I, I looked one up that I had in mind. It's called the Air Max CB34. So it's not gonna have like the triple sole that's in, that's popular now. Yeah, I mean it may. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing a wild prediction out there. But something like something like this. The CB34. Ooh. So right now we're looking at the Nike okay. Air I remember Max seeing those CB. Okay, I, yeah, yeah. Kind of like sure. the um, um, Ken Griffey or like a Bo yeah, Jackson kinda, joint or yeah. something yep, like yep. that. Like I could see, I could see Giannis those, doing something kind of. Yeah, old but those shoes like, like that. that, the guys are getting away, away from stuff like that because they're so, so bulky. bulky, so bulky. Yeah, yeah. guys want something that's super. Yeah, but now you got the like, chunky shoes coming back, like the dad shoes. Yeah, Adidas <laughs> especially with big like super super pillow soles. Well, I mean, look at all the Yeezys now. Yeah. But there's not, and they're they're not they got a basketball shoe coming out too. A Yeezy yeah, basketball, a basketball shoe? Yes. shoe coming out. This guy, it's, it, it's hideous looking to me, but 
Yeah. It's, um, it's questionable. So, Raz, were you the one to bring this up? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it was the follow up to what Ben was talking about. And you called it shut up and dribble. But the question was, is Ben asked the question. What What was the question that you had? Does it matter to you whether or not your athlete or athletes that you like or follow or any of that have a personality or have a cause or something that they believe in or or just or just funny or have a social media presence does that important to you or do you just want or do you just like them because of their game or their the way they play basically not so much shut up and dribble cuz i don't think any of us believe that we let's just get that out there right we all want players athletes to be able to speak their mind and what they believe in but i'm saying is it, is that important to you what they believe in, who they are, their personality, or do you just like them because of the way they play? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great discussion because a lot of athletes, especially in basketball, um, they kind of carry themselves in their own way. Um, you know, you have the predominant one right now is Russell Westbrook and, like, kind of his antics, and you have a player like uh, – Patrick Beverly, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, even across all sports, uh, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, um, things like that. So I, I think all that creates narrative around that, and it helps build their their profile as a player because mm-hmm. if they act that – because the, I, I see it as, okay, they're a character of themselves. They're a character of themselves. And so they're showcasing that th- – their play like for my best example is russell westbrook yo you you talk about russell westbrook you look at russell westbrook you know exactly what you're gonna get from russell westbrook mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying he plays how he acts you know what i'm saying he carries himself exactly how he plays you you check out his infamous uh his uh, post-game interviews they're asking basketball questions and if he doesn't like the question he's gonna say what next, next question, question. Next you know question. what I'm saying? You know, the people, the uh, anchors are like, journalists are like, you know, that's like a disrespect to them because these are real basketball questions and you're not answering them. So it's like, you know, those are the types of things that kind of turned you off. I mean, and that's kind of how Kevin Durant is too sometimes. Right. He can be dismissive of Very media. Dismissive. Yeah. But he also is known for kind of speaking his mind too. Right. So mm-hmm. they want that. I think they're looking for that, like, authenticity from him. And then sometimes he just doesn't feel like giving it, right. you know, in the moment. Right. But I think it kind of correlates in their their game because, you know, KD has quotes like, bold quotes like, you guys know who I am. I'm Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what do you – you guys heard that quote before? Like, lately? It doesn't – I'm, I'm – I'm not trying to be disrespectful. That doesn't sound very bold to me. Well, okay. The, that sounds the just like somebody saying, hey uh, – what do you expect from me? Like, I, you know who I am. Like, I, I am what I am. Like, that's that's how that's how people should be. Right. But in the sense, it's coming from Kevin Durant. He's never really, I feel like he's never really been, it was like, you know who I am. Like, and he, as if he's insinuating, I'm the best player or I'm the best at what I do type of thing. You know what I'm saying? But he's never actually said it himself. It's kind of like when LeBron said, you know, I'm the best in the world. I'm the best in the world. And LeBron's never said he was the best in the world until he actually said it. But everybody's actually seen him in that light. So it's like, okay, is as does that want is does that make us want to like that player even more? Or should they just play their sport and let their sport speak for them? Well, I Yeah, t- I mean I, I don't I don't know. I think some of the I don't, I don't think that a lot of those examples are very, like, are very out there. It just sounds like guys that have opinions and personalities. Where when I heard the question, I was thinking more along the lines of like people like Colin Kaepernick or okay. something mm-hmm. like that. So well, I have like, an example when you go ahead when you get done. Go ahead. Well, this is a player that I already liked. Yeah. But then I found out something he stands for and he's been very outspoken about it 
and it, it makes me like him even more. Right. And that's Raheem Sterling, who plays for Manchester City. He he is on a tear. He's had like best season of his career. He's he's a black athlete. He's from England. You know, he plays for an English national team, but he's like very much making a stance against racism. And one of the things he pointed out earlier in the season was an article that was written about him by a local newspaper that was basically like his white teammate. He it was saying like basically he signed a contract and the way the article was written was like he went out there and spent his money frivolously on buying his mother a home, you know. But then at the same time, the same thing happened to his a younger white teammate of his who got a contract extension, and they praised him for buying a house for his mom. So it was like the same exact situation happened to both athletes, but one of them was uh, criticism or questioning, and the other one was praise, and it was it could only have been based on their skin color. And so he called out the media for that. And then he's, and he's constantly, and there's a, there's a larger issue as bad as it is in America. And we talk about racism in America. It's almost even worse in other countries. And, and there's a lot of soccer players, football players who are experiencing that heavily right now. It's really bad in Italy too with, um, I can't remember the kid's name, but he plays for, um, Juventus, who's one of the best teams in the world. I mean, you got, you got Ronaldo. Been they've been in the Champions League. They just got put out, but like lots of crazy stuff like that. But my point is that I already liked Sterling, but then when I found out that he really took a stand for what he believes in, it made me like him even more. You know, and I I don't know if that's the same case with everybody, but there's some athletes to me that. Yeah, they have a great personality, but then when you find out what they really truly believe in, it kind of takes me to another level of respect for them. Yeah, and I think that there's a uh, there's both sides to it. You know, it's like, and I think sometimes maybe it depends on the sport. Um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of old timers in baseball that mm-hmm. will say that don't like guys like Yasiel Puig who have um, a lot of personality and flair yeah. and who, you know, who like to, you know, get excited and throw it. And there's a lot of young players right now in baseball that have more personality and more flair. Yeah. And it's really, there's, there's a lot of the old, the old heads in baseball, <coughs> excuse me, that really are, are just not for it. And I think, like, in that situation, even as simple as, like, hitting a home run and putting your team up and, you know, flipping the bat, like, something like that is very simple. It's very simple, and people get very bent out of shape they about do. I'm I'm cool with it. In a major way. I'm cool with that. Do you remember the – it reminds me of the Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, – the, the Nike commercial. I think it was a Nike commercial. Yeah, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. is basically, like, it's showing the kids flip their bats and – Get excited and all the stuff you're talking about, and he basically looks like let the kids play. That's right. And I, I'm I'm with you 100. Right. Like they should be able to show their personality. So now you don't want to disrespect the other team, right? But and there are some and there are some things that guys that guys do where it's like there's unwritten rules in baseball, and you don't disrespect the game. You don't like show up your opponent now. You know, there's a difference between like getting excited and flipping your bat and like looking to your dugout and like pumping your fist. And um, I was actually watching a video and Madison Bumgarner got into a fight because a guy hit a home run off of him and like turned to his dugout and like pumped his fist like, yeah, let's go. And then Madison Bumgarner, pitcher for the San Francisco Giants, yeah. got super upset, benches clearing deal. And they, but it's like the guy didn't turn to the Giants dugout like yeah look at me like he wasn't sh- so there, in baseball that's a big thing like you don't show up your opponent he would and he but he wasn't showing him I don't think he was showing him up because he, he was celebrating with his own bitch yeah. right. were you and I talking about Tom Glavin but uh, talking about this on no so I think I think if I'm not mistaken it was Tom Glavin was talking about this uh, he was on the Braves doing the Braves announcing or whatever and he was talking about how. It didn't bother him whenever 
a guy like stood there and watched a home run because basically he was like, if a guy hits a blast like that off of me, he deserves to take a second to look at it. Yeah. Like I'm not going to get all bent out of shape and mad and try to fight somebody for, you know, hitting a long home run and, and staring at it. Yeah. Cause like it happened recently. I can't remember who it was, but they basically hit a bomb like almost 500 feet and they stood there and looked at it. And then of course they get a fight or whatever. Right. And I think in baseball, that's a big thing, like where something simple like that, just having some personality, mm-hmm. people get upset. I'm perfectly cool with it. I think it's good for the game and needs more. I do too. I like now, it. Now, there are extreme situations, like I mentioned, like Colin Kaepernick's situation, where, and I think sometimes, guys, when you decide to take a stand that's that serious, when you decide to take up a position that's that socially um, divisive, divisive. you have to be ready for every outcome. You have to be prepared for people not to agree with you. And I think that's sometimes like I'm cool with, I'm cool with guys having a stance as long as you're not, you know, breaking the rules or, Causing a scene, cheating the game. You know, you're not, you're not, you know, making a mockery of the game or something like that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm even cool with like, you know, Terrell Owens getting a sharpie from the goalpost and so like that's something that you know he's celebrating. He's not, you know, making a mockery of the game. Colin Kaepernick is kneeling on the sideline. He's not, he's not, you know, stepping out on the field and standing in front of the lady singing the national anthem and standing standing in front of her so the camera can't see her and like you know he's yeah, not he's doing, doing it in a respectful he's way not, he's, not he's doing it disruptive. in a respectful way like but at the same time he's got to understand that listen the stance that I'm taking may get me blackballed it's un it's it's unfortunate and it's not right in my opinion that something like that would happen, but it's something that you have to be prepared for. Like when Rosa Parks refused to move to the back of the bus, she did that with an understanding that, look, honestly, this could wind up with me getting in big trouble or even killed. Yeah. She knew the consequences. She knew what could possibly happen because of the people that didn't agree with her. You know, and I think that Colin, you know, when you take a stand that's that big of a stand, yeah, that the 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 positive ramifications from that are going to be very high. That the people that, that are way. the people that yeah. agree with you, are, well, a lot of times it's a conversation starter. But also, the consequences from the people that don't agree with you. They're going to weigh and have a big impact on your life, too. Well, the consequences for um, Colin Kaepernick, he ended up getting paid. So, right. But I see what Tony is saying. Like, you know, you have to be prepared for the best and the worst outcome with whatever stance you choose to take, which I definitely agree. Like, we have to, you have to prepare yourself for any situation. You get behind a car, you have to prepare yourself. Like, yeah, this I'm operating mach- of a m- machine, you know, mm-hmm. like anything could happen, you know. But at the same time, knowing that okay, the worst thing could come of this, it doesn't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. That shouldn't grant a warrant for it, like for, you know, a potential black ball. To happen doesn't mean it should be okay. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, nobody's saying it's okay. Right, but I, what I'm saying is, you know, it's not like we shouldn't expect that to be okay. Like the outcomes to when be okay. No, to nobody be, is saying that it's okay. Right. Just saying that it's a possibility. It's right. a real possibility. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I you think know, every I, real I would person, never say we, we I would in that imperfect world. I would never know. be one of those people that would tell you know because there are people that would say you know. If Colin yeah, Kaepernick, if he would have just shut his mouth and played football, he could have been on top of the world right now because he was he was a young buck that was proving himself. He was a stud. If he would have just shut up and played football, he would have been good. Right. I, 
But I am not in that camp. Right. That's not in my any in in any way. Right. But at the same time, there's things that you know, depending on what you feel like needs to be stood for, it's things that you're willing to sacrifice um, in order to send that message. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So 100%. that's that's the I guess that's what I was trying to say. Like, it, you know, it shouldn't actually warrant the the most ult- the ultimate price, but but at the same time, you have to like. If you're willing, you're willing to pay that ultimate that's price, right. whatever that is. Yeah, I think that's my biggest thing is that you know if you have a platform, because you are a successful person, you know I'm okay with you using that, you know, to kind of bring light to something. But you also, I, you know, you have to understand that not everyone is going to agree with you. Right. You know, not everyone is going to be on your side. Not everyone is going to you know, stand around and say, oh my gosh, well, you know, Colin Kaepernick said it, so let's all stand around Kumbaya. Like, you know, he's got to have an understanding that, hey, there are going to be people that don't agree with me, you know? But also, he's got he's got to stand by his belief. Right. And I think that's, you know, something that is... It's bigger than a sport. Very powerful. And it's and important it's, to yeah, you. Yeah, it's bigger and than a sport. I mean... When whenever you get to the age where you can't play the sport, are you gonna be happy that you just you know the choices that you make in your yeah. life, and you have to be okay with that? Um, so off of the little heavy that was heavy heavy topic, but on to uh, something a little bit more lighthearted, um, which uh, has been in the news a lot lately, is um, Disney. Disney. So Disney is Disney's trying to take over the world a little bit, I think. I mean, uh, so Disney owns ESPN. They own Fox now. They got Star Wars. I mean, they pretty much they got everything man, a lot right of properties, now. Man, um, and I actually recently heard about them acquiring the Avatar series. Oh, really? Yeah. So James Cameron's Avatar. I know you've seen everyone yeah. in the world yeah. has seen it. So apparently, he's wrote uh, three movies. Since the time of the first Avatar, since he's finished the first Avatar, so he is there a second Avatar yet? Are they no. filming it or? Because um, I heard rum, I heard I think rumblings about yes, it. Yes, I think they started um, pre-production, I guess, but and never I, actually. And I think the plan is twenty twenty. Oh my gosh! So it's yeah. been it's been ten years. Yeah, twelve like years. December twenty twenty. Oh my gosh! It's so, been a long time since Avatar. Yeah, so I think which is crazy because it's like you know. Avatar was such a success, yeah. and it's still, and I think it was probably one of the pioneers of how um, it took CG, CGI, CGI to a new level, 100%. yes, to a whole new level. Yeah. And I think James Cameron did a great job of introducing that world to us that way. Yeah. And I think it's still like one of the best movies of all time. What do you visually. think about the new? Did you see the new Star Wars trailer? I did see the new. What Star do you Wars think trailer? about it? Uh, man, that was the one thing I wanted to talk about in the last pod, but I don't know how it slipped my mind. I, I mean, I was at work and I saw the live stream Yep. and, um, you know, so Star Wars Celebration happens like every, they try, I think they try to do it every year and, um, usually they introduce what's coming up or what news or whatever like that. And, uh, they had it in Chicago and they, so they played the tra- uh, the teaser. And so this is supposed to be like film number three to end the Star Wars series. To Star end Wars. this I mean, trilogy. No, no, end the, excuse me. This is supposed to end the Skywalker story. Right. So no more Skywalker, you know, who's the next Skywalker, whatever like that. It's right. supposed to end it. Yep. This episode nine. So uh, I'm excited to see there's a whole bunch of theories. One of the theories are like. Hey, man, we saw the Death Star. We saw the Death very Star. Very clearly. Yeah, that was dope. I don't know. What do you think of the? Uh, what do you think of this? I think it's good. There's a couple little drop-ins there. Uh, you got a couple little voices uh, towards the end that you're like, oh, yeah. what does that mean? Senator I hear Pal- some. I hear some Luke there. I hear some Palpatine there. What's mm-hmm. the Emperor? Oh, what's what's gonna happen? Are we gonna have some some ghost action some or ghosts. some like what the world's going on? So right. I'm excited for it. I, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. That's in December. Uh, perfect, 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 perfect month for a Star Wars movie. They usually, it's like, I feel like Star Wars or Disney really just owns the month of December when it comes to movie drops. And then they have uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, Disney Plus. Disney Plus is coming out at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. 
the price which is going to house it's going to house all the Disney movies the you know and all the extra you know things that they own a lot of Fox movies um the entire what's the cartoon there's the entire Simpsons Simpsons yeah like, like, all the I did Simpsons. not know they owned that well I think it's oh, a Fox it thing Fox it's thing. a Fox okay, thing okay. yeah yeah. So they're gonna have all like it's gonna be some pretty big stuff they're on there. So just rip some yep. overhaul, and it's gonna be Netflix. like ten dollars a month, I think, yeah, or seven ninety nine so, or something like that. Yeah, you so know you it's gonna go Disney up eventually, stuff. but oh, I yeah. like this. It's I wonder if it's gonna take some uh, some stockholder shares from uh, from Netflix. Well, it's definitely I think definitely taking some of the wind out of Netflix sales because <laughs> it, especially on the on the uh, heels of uh, on the heels of Netflix announcing. For the second time this year that they're going up in prices. Yeah. They announced in January, and then they announced that they're going up again in May. And what's the... It'd be two increases. In the same calendar year. Yeah. W- within, like, four months, five right. months. Yeah. Which is crazy, because, uh, you know, Netflix has been relatively low-priced. I mean, it's been... You can get on the basic plan for, like, what, like, $8 a month? It's been that way for a long time. Right. So this is my theory with this whole unplugged generation, dog. Yeah. So all these huge companies right. are getting their own streaming platform and it's just trying to soak up as much you know market share as they can. You know, so we got Netflix. We're paying. What's the average? What's the Netflix price point right now? Uh, well, I mean, 12, I, I think mine's 15, like eleven something, eleven twelve bucks. Eleven yeah. twelve bucks. Hulu has what? Same, probably same. Yeah, I think it's around eight or nine bucks. Disney new new uh, cowboy another to the, ten bucks. To, to, okay, average ten bucks. Now, how are you watching your regular like live TV shows? Because uh, so for a while, the unplugged people were. Hey, I'm truly unplugged. Truly I'm gonna unplugged. pay. I'm gonna pay eight dollars for Netflix, eight dollars for Hulu. Mm-hmm. If I can't watch it on there for sixteen dollars, I'm done. You got YouTube TV now. All now. of a sudden, people like well. Hey, I mean, it's not uh, $140 for cable, so yeah, I'll pay uh, $40 a month for YouTube TV if I can have all the streaming channels, and oh, Netflix has gone up to $12 a month, and Hulu's gone up to 13 and oh man, to get all the Disney shows for 10 bucks. Exactly. Bro, Guess we're what? back up to paying $80, $90 a month for TV. Service. Yes. They've got us. They're going to revolutionize. We're going to go back. It's going to be Armageddon, and we're going to go back to the <laughs> to the little plant on, in the cement. <laughs> people are going to people are going to get so mad. And, and it's funny because a year ago, I'm like, man, like Comcast, Time Warner, they're in big, big trouble. Big trouble, AT&T. Because when all these people have a la carte and people can pick their own thing and save on demand. So, and save so much money. Yes. The cable companies are going out of business. business. But now, I don't know, bro. There's a trend, man. Because now all of a sudden you oh, to get this, you have to have PlayStation View. Oh, to get this channel, you have to have um you have to have Netflix. Oh, to get this channel, mm-hmm. to get this show, you have to have oh, you want CBS. Oh, you oh, want HBO? Oh, you, you want, want HBO? That's another eleven dollars. Okay, a this month. is exclusive you, only. Bro, we're paying hundred and twenty dollars a month for all the and and I can't just watch it all in one place. I got to go from this apps, app to this apps, app to this app, app to this app. This console to hey, that console. And Comcast is over here like, see, told you. Right. I, now, we got we got one box. Everything's on there. All so in one. You want to come back to us? Comcast or Tom Warner, maybe maybe 20 years from now, are going to come with that big bag to consolidate all these streaming platforms. And guess what? You're going to be having cable. And listen, they're going to get us, bro. And this is going to be a new box you're going to have to I'm purchase. I'm telling you, we go from like, okay, we got cable coming straight out the wall. Now, all of a sudden, oh, if you get this box, you can get high definition and mm-hmm. like on demand. So you don't have to watch your show live. You can record it with the DVR or watch it on demand mm-hmm. and watch whatever show you want whenever you want. What? Like, oh, this is great. And then all of a sudden, streaming comes along. It's like, hey, listen, I know you got 370 channels and you only watch 19 of them. <laughs> listen here. You come to us for $30 a month, we'll give you the channels that you want and get rid of all that crap that you don't need. And you're like, yeah, this is great. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm paying the same amount of money. Exactly. And I got to go to 30 different apps. Exactly. I'm going back to cable. Exactly. They got us. They got us, man. They, we thought we were being a revolutionary. We thought so. We thought. We we thought. Because what's the, what started it? It's the on-demand 
what started was the on-demand uh, yeah. video video play. Because Listen, I want to control what I watch when I want right. to watch it. I don't want to wait till 9 p.m. I don't want to wait till right after school. I don't want to wait till a certain time. But dog, I don't even know what comes on. Hey, listen, I want to watch. I want to watch on. Friends. I want to watch Friends, right. and uh, the episode that I want to watch doesn't come on anytime soon because it's all replays. Right. And man, I missed season two, episode six. I can never watch that because they're not going to play that on TBS on the replays. Now right. I can go on demand, watch it whenever I want. Right. And, and things now is just it's it's not even linear anymore. It's just there's no there's no, no start time. It start whenever you want to, and I think and that's a convenience. You can go back like somebody mentioned something. You yeah. go back and watch the like oh, oh. like y'all are watching Game of Thrones. I've watched a little bit of it, but now it's the last season. So I'm, so me and my wife have been like, oh, we really need to buckle down. We watched a whole season right. this week. Yeah, yeah. But and hey, Disney Disney's gonna try to get in. Disney's gonna get in. They man. own they own Fox. They own Marvel. They own Star, Star Wars. Wars. They own. Disney, they own ESPN, yeah, they, own, they own everything. I mean, this is what, it, and then we get things. Just we're so used to getting things on demand, like with with uh, YouTube. If we want to look at something, it, we can just drag the cursor up to you know fourteen minute thirty second and get that fix that we've been looking for. Yep, and then move on to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, I think that's what. Uh, I think that what started the shift towards video on demand, you know, uh, yeah. versus cable. Disney, but Disney's uh, Disney's getting their foot in it. So yeah, it's crazy. All right. Well, I'm Ben has it. left us. Ben has left. He decided. He decided about ten minutes ago. Like, listen, yeah. I'm done with you guys. Yeah. So Ben actually left us, but it's just me and Rashid here. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna close it down, and uh, who knows when we'll see you next? Maybe next week. Maybe. Uh, it definitely won't be the week after that or the week after that because we'll be, me and my wife will be in Florida. Well, you guys could do a podcast yeah. and just Or we can remote in. We can remote in. Yeah, do Skype Skype podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. What's the social media? Social media is at the Tech File Pod on Instagram and at the Technical File Pod on Twitter. The Technical File Podcast or po- the oh, Tech File Pod? The Tech File Pod. Hold on, let me go back, make sure. <laughs> We're going to look it up. Okay. So, oh. so on Instagram it's it's the tech foul pod. Yeah. And on Twitter we at the tech foul pod. Easy. At the tech foul pod. Yes. Nice. Okay. Well, whenever we see you again, we'll see you again. Hope everybody has a great <laughs> week. Peace. Peace.